Hey friends, object storage or file storage, why choose? Azure Blob Storage is the only cloud object storage provider with both object and file multi-protocol support, which eliminates those data silos with a single storage platform. Yuan is here to show me how NFS 3.0 provides native file system access to your Blob Storage endpoints today on Azure Friday. Hey friends, I'm Scott Hanselman and it's Azure Friday. I'm here with Yuan Jing. How are you? Good, how are you, Scott? I'm very excited to chat with you today because you're gonna go and make all my storage problems go away with some new cool stuff happening on Azure Blob Storage. Yes, exactly. Here's what we're going to talk about. We're going to talk about a new capability called NFS 3.0 support for Azure Blob Storage today. Interesting. Blob storage is great. It's so flexible and you can do all kinds of cool things. And you've layered this on top of blob storage. So my Linux VMs will just think it's a share and it's just going to work, right? Exactly. Exactly. If traditionally, you know how today customers actually need to maintain object storage and file storage separately. And a lot of applications existed rely on NFS in the past two decades. And it's really hard and it takes a lot of time to rewrite those for object storage. So that has been a problem for a lot of customers and we heard them. We want to offer a way for them to come to object storage without changing the applications, just come and use it. And they get all the benefits that object storage offers with a scale, with our low cost economics. And on top of that, they don't rewrite anything. So that's what we're going to talk about today. That's cool. That's so great because Azure Blob Storage is, as we know, so affordable. And that means that all of my existing apps, if they know how to talk to an NFS uh, mount point, then they don't need to be, even know they're in the cloud. We're going to live exactly. those apps and they won't even know they're in the cloud. That's going to be great. All right, exactly. let's, let's see it. Cool. So I have a single slide here to just go over a couple of the high level points here. So as I mentioned, this is a brand new capability. And this is something that no other public cloud storage offers. It's very unique to Azure Blob Storage. What it is that we offer native file system support on top of Blob Storage endpoint. And that means you get the atomic directory rename. There's a um, hierarchical namespace on top of object storage. All of that comes to you for free. And Everything's built on top of our object storage. So the, you still get the existing high throughput, high scale for the workloads you're running. And in addition, you get all those uh, blob storage economics here. That means there's no minimum provision capacity here. You can have a single file stored and still achieve our maximum throughput here. Object storage gives you the multi-protocol support there with NFS 3.0, with our existing Blob REST API, and also our AWS Gen 2 API for all your analytic workloads. So you no longer need to manage separate storage for object, for file, for analytics. Everything exists on a single storage platform with a single pricing point there. That's cool. In addition, we give you all the existing capability blob storage offers, such as the different performance tiers. You can get a very low, um, you can get a tier premium of a SSD backed premium tier with extremely low latency. And you can get a lower cost, hard or cool tier. You can even tier your data down for your backup and long-term retention data into our offline archive storage tier. And that gives you really good lifecycle management for your data. In addition, all those rich blob feature capabilities such as lifecycle management, 
customer manager keys, redundancy options, all of them exist for this on day one. That's cool. I really like the multiple performance tiers because I've got different kinds of data. Some of it I want on an SSD. I want it to be fast, fast, fast. And other times I back up 50 gigs into a place and I don't need it for months. I'll use the archive tier, which is really nice. Yes, a lot of customers have done that. And it also goes in with our automatic support lifecycle management, right? Like, so your data, newly created data tends to be a little harder. And over the time, it ages, and mm -hmm. you don't want to pay for the premium tier for that. At that point, you want to tear down. And that's what we can help with. That there's options for customers to choose. That's cool. Very nice. All right. So with that, I'm going to go through a quick demo to just show how easy it is to use this capability. So here, we, what we have is a storage account. So as you can see, I call it NFS demo storage account here. Um, it's created in one of our canary regions, but right now this feature is in our general availability state. So it's available in all regions. I happened to create it uh, a while ago when it's still in preview and it's in our canary region. Mm -hmm. Now let's come down and look into the configuration quickly. So as you can see, I have NFS enabled here. This setting, once you enable it, cannot be turned off because once you layer a namespace, hierarchical namespace, a file system on top of object storage, um, we really don't want customers to go in and disable it because there's some data loss risk there. And this is why once it's enabled, the data is always going to have file system access. Mm -hmm. Now let's go look into networking. And one of the things customers are familiar with is NFS is not the most secure protocol, I would say. Right. So like, you know, it, it's it, it's been a there for a while and a lot of security wasn't really building there. Right. So what we have been doing is we enforce very strict network security here because there's limited user identity security. So what we're saying is only a selected network here in my virtual network has access to this NFS share or server. Otherwise, everything else gets dropped now because object storage have very, very sophisticated user identity and all that. I can actually give a little more permission for the object storage. So I do give some special rules for my access. So for example, I'm running Azure portal here. That's actually running in my machine right now, not within that network. And I can see all those data because I'm going through AAD authentication versus for NFS, it has to be within the network because we don't have the capability of integrating AAD there because the protocol doesn't allow it. Right, because NFS has been around for a very long time, and that's why we get that great compatibility with legacy apps. But you're using the power of software-defined networking to give almost a physical security because you have virtual switches and virtual networks that are then segmenting that uh, that storage away. So that's that's a great way of, of having the power and the security of the cloud, but still that legacy support for something like NFS3. Exactly. So now let's go back here and see my container. So the way it works is that a storage account is equivalent to say a NAS array there. And mm -hmm. within that, we can create a couple of containers and each of the container really is equivalent to say a volume that you can export it and you can mount that with your um, with the, the Linux client. Okay. So it's here. So I have a container, basically a volume here named demo. And let's go in there and you can see there's nothing here yet. 
So now let me show you, I have a VM running in the same region with the same virtual network setup. So this VM will have access to the volume I just shared and this is the IP address. So let me try to SSH into that VM. So here I am in this VM. What I'm going to do is mount this. As you can see, this is how we can mount it. I'm doing just a very standard mount, a mm -hmm. uh, mount call here with NFS demo as a storage account name and then with a volume name demo here. Cool. So I'm going to mount that. Now let's go into the mounted volume. As you can see, nothing's there. Right. So let's go back to my portal view and I will go upload something. So in this case, I'm just uploading or getting a file into Azure storage using my REST API, using my Blob REST API, standard way of doing it. So let mm -hmm. me see if I upload a file and just say upload and the file shows up here. And this okay. can immediately be viewed yep. in my Linux VM via NFS. And so okay. everything's visible there. That's just one part of the, the multi-protocol. Now let's see another part, which is now let's say I'm running some kind of workload here. Now I'm going to run a simple um, FIO here, just a simple IO test here, running a couple jobs and writing some files and reading some files. So let's kick it off. Um, as I shown earlier, the VM is not super powerful. So people please ignore the um, the, bandwidth and all that numbers, you can get way higher numbers with our limits and all that. This just happened to be a single mount point with a single thread running here. Um, not going to give you the best performance, but it just shows as an example that I can run those easily. And as you can see, as part of the workload, it created some files, it did some kind of read write, it had it shown some kind of aggregated bandwidth. Now let's go back to my portal view and I'm going to refresh here. As you can mm -hmm. see, everything shows up here. Now I can manage all of this via my REST API here. So everything from portal going through REST, or as you can see in my Linux client, I can see all the files. I can do say, remove them all. Actually, now if I want to just, if I want to just remove everything, I can, mm -hmm. right? So back here, everything's good here. Nice. So that is how easy it is to use this. Just once this volume is created with NFS enablement, the client just connects to it. In fact, as you mentioned earlier, the client doesn't even know it's talking to some cloud storage. Everything just works. A lot of customers been using this since we announced this feature. That goes for things such as very critical, business critical applications such as media transcoding, um, financial risk analysis, Auto, uh, autonomous driving for their simulations, a lot of ML, AI, HPC workloads have take advantage of this capability. That's cool. And you uploaded that, like you said, with the REST API, because that's the REST API is what's behind the Azure portal here, but you could have used the Azure Storage Explorer or AZ Copy or any of those other tools that already talk to Azure. So then the legacy application talks to a mount point and it doesn't care. And all of your existing tools talk to blob storage because blob storage works great and everybody wins. You nailed it, exactly. All the ecosystem tools works. That everything the blob storage we have built up over the year works here. In addition, NFS works. So 
the existing application can just be moved over while customers thinking about their cloud storage going forward. They don't really need to make this hard decision. Do I rerun my application for object or not? No need to make that decision. Just move it, take your time. When they are ready, they can move to object or when they don't want to, just stick with uh, NFS here. And by the way, as I mentioned earlier, you cannot turn off NFS, but your data stored in the storage account per GB is the same cost as storing just as blob storage. The only additional cost customer may pay is when they use NFS protocols. Um, it does cost us a little extra to maintain the hierarchical namespace. So the operation like rewrite is slightly more expensive than paying for the blob storage rewrite. It's about 30% extra, but really that's the additional cost. But compared to the whole thing, it's just so easy and it's so cheap for a customer to just move and come here. That's cool. And I can do this now, right? I could go and learn about this. Yes, exactly. And as you can see, we have documentation showing people how to do it. Um, this is just an overview quickly. We also, if you scroll down, there's a couple links here that mm -hmm. talks about how to do it step-by-step. Step. So there's a step-by-step step guide. We also have very detailed performance guidelines on how do you achieve the best performance. As I mentioned, the best thing to do is probably have multiple clients it's probably going to be having larger IOs, have more radar head, all those caching and buffering options turned on. I just didn't set it up here, but all of that is documented here. And we even have a quick comparison to some of the other file system solutions out there for customers to make an easy choice on when to pick what. Very cool. Well, this is super helpful. Thank you so much for sharing this. Thank you. All right, I am learning all about Azure Blob Storage and the new features with NFS3, so I have a single storage platform to eliminate those data silos today on Azure Friday. Hey, thanks for watching this episode of Azure Friday. Now I need you to like it, comment on it, tell your friends, retweet it, watch more Azure Friday.